The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Tofa. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I am Will Anderson and uh, guest Charlie Clawson. First time guest Charlie Clawson. Wendy Wason has joined us. How are you, Wendy? I'm very well, thank we you. We were talking about your matching initials just then. <laughs> yes. WW. What, what's your middle initial? My, my middle initial is uh, it's A. Um, a. Yeah. War. War, war. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah, it's not good. It should have been an O, Olivia. wouldn't it? Olivia. Right. It should have been Wendy Olivia Wason, but you know, right. parents have no imagination. Did they not think that through? I hate them for that. <laughs> Where does Wason come from? I'm sure this is a question you get asked all the time, but it's, it is a, a, a kind of unusual name, isn't it? It's Do you unusual. meet a lot of Wasons? I don't meet. Well, here's a thing. My dad used to say it was from a group of Portuguese sailors. Right. And then I went to Portugal and they were like, no, we don't know no, anything about never that heard of a <laughs> Never heard of that name. A couple of blokes in a boat yeah, pretending like, they were Portuguese. They're from Portuguese. <laughs> when they had sex with your great-great-grandmother. Great yeah. <laughs> they said he was from Portugal. Right. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a couple of Scottish dudes in a dinghy. Yeah, and a- the Glaswegian accent can be very strong and hard to understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and then I did a gig uh, in an area of London, and, and this guy came up to me, and he was from uh, India, and he said his his surname was Wasson, and oh. it was spelled Wason, and he said there's loads of them in India. Right. Not loads of people, because everyone knows that. Right. But, I mean, loads of Wasons. Right. Or Wasson. So maybe I'll just change my pronunciation to sound exotic. I mean, I, I would have thought that that's a lucrative market. I think? mean, we're here in Los Angeles, but maybe you should be like in Bollywood. Should, do you not think? Yeah, I, think I mean, that is I a big... I think you could Like, can you sing? Because you're like an actor, like an actress. Yeah. And what do I say? Is it an actor, an actress? What do you say? I don't care. Whoever's giving me the check can call me what they want. Right. That sounds like a prostitute. It does, it? <laughs> yeah. That's my, one of my favourite jokes, actually. What's the difference between an actress and a prostitute? What? An actress will kiss you in the mouth. <laughs> A prostitute gets regular work. Yes! I would have thought. I know. I'll just start start getting worried when they leave my fee on the bedside cabinet on the way out. It was good though. Yeah. Oh well. Oh, that scene. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that scene uh, really did uh, finish a lot earlier than expected. <laughs> but I'll I'll pay you for the whole hour anyway. <laughs> you just nailed it. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a little while since I've acted with somebody. Um, this doesn't normally happen. Right. Can I? So, uh, do you sing? Are you a um, singer as well? I like singing. I'm not a trained singer. Right. I, I'm one of those annoying types that you have to snap off the karaoke when I get going. Oh, okay. Love karaoke. Well, what, what's your go-to tune at karaoke? You see, I've got lots of... Or do of you have a genre that you go I for? I just like... I like... Um, I think it's important to remember that some, like, uh, slow songs are boring for everyone. Right. Oh, good. So you're a crowd pleaser even at karaoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're not up there for you. Because no. some people are. Some people are like, this is the only way I can deal with that broken relationship. I have to get up there and sing all by myself. Well, you know but what? But you're a crowd yeah. pleaser. Well, I, like, I think it's important to keep the room going. I like sort of, you know, songs. I always go for the favourites. Uh, because okay. most people like them. Right, hits. they're favourites. Yep. Do you see? Um, I've got an interesting right. story about karaoke. Well, it's interesting to me. I was out for dinner with a friend and... Um, 
there was two guys at the table next to us and they sent us over a, a glass of champagne each. We were like, all right. Yeah, good. And one of them was, have you know the racing car driver? Do you know, do you know Formula One? Uh, yeah, because Australia had a um, quite good but also quite shit Formula One driver called Mark Webber. I who's love been, him. Right, yeah. He's, uh, He's retired. Yeah, he just retired. Because of that guy. What's his name? <laughs> Jensen Button. Not Jensen Button. No, the guy that's winning all the races. I can, I, oh, the other one who drives for the same team? Sebastian Vettel. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's terrible and he hates Mark Webber. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and, and they were like, come on, come on, let Mark through. And yeah. Sebastian was he like, yes, yeah, like, see that. ya, fuck that. See you later, sucker. He's like a little kid, Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, he does not give a shit. I know. Right. It's ruthless. Right, so what were you going to tell me about Formula One then? What was I going to say? Oh, yes. So we're out for dinner. Sorry, I do get distracted halfway through what I'm saying. It's fine. <laughs> it a lot. People are used to it on this do podcast. They? Okay. So we're sitting This podcast is like an episode of Lost. Is it? Yeah, people have to sit down <laughs> and they have to come up with, what, was, what were they talking about? <laughs> was that a continuation of a conversation they had back in episode 11? Well, I mean, pay attention. Do you know what I mean? They're, right. It all all roads, roads lead somewhere. Yeah. So we're out for dinner and these two guys send over a glass of champagne. I'm like, cool. You know, I'll have a glass of champagne. Yeah. And right. my friend Orla and I, what we do is we we go out for dinner, um, we have dinner, and then we go straight to karaoke, just me and her. Right. Where see, is this? Where? This is in Soho in, in central, central London. Okay, right. Great. Lucy Porter, another very yep. good friend of mine, we often go for dinner and then straight to karaoke, or lunch and karaoke, because we now have children. Right. So can, can, can you do afternoon karaoke? You can do afternoon karaoke in <sighs> Who's London. Who's in the audience? For <laughs> afternoon oh, art, no, or is it just... Oh, little private rooms. Oh, it's your booth. It's your booth, yeah. See, I haven't been to karaoke since there was a booth. Oh, really? Right, yeah. You need to up your karaoke game. I'm not a singer. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a singer. Oh, you just have to enjoy Even by the standards of people who aren't singers. You know what I'm also not? Like, and this is... This will sound weird. <laughs> but I'm, I'm... I feel uncomfortable showing off. Okay. Like, in, how, in how, real how, life... How's the stand-up going for you? Yeah, no, but like... It, Oh, no, for money, very comfortable <laughs> with it. But often I think with stand-up, like as much as I love stand-up, it's not that I'm that comfortable with stand-up. Like it's not like I'm full of confidence. I'm mm. racked with doubt all the time about yeah. it. And, you know, I'm constantly, you know, thinking that even though they laughed at that thing, are they going to yeah. laugh at the next thing? And are they patronise me with that laugh? It's the they- best thing that I can do with the limited range of skills I have I'm sure that's to not, not be starving in a gutter. <laughs> like it's worked out really well for me. It's fine. And I'm glad that it has, but I'm not, you know, you don't, you, do you I don't I see myself set? as being like a confident person. I've never, I've always thought that if you were going, that person's a comedian, there's nothing about my actual real life that says to people, you know, that I do comedy for oh, a really? job. People are normally surprised when they find out. That you're shy. Well, no, no, that I do comedy. Like, people that don't know me are surprised that I do comedy when they find out that I do comedy. Because in real life, like, I don't, I, I'm not the guy yeah, who's going to sure. grab the microphone at yeah. karaoke. And I don't know if I do. I think I, I, think I kind of do. I'm like, I don't show up. I'm, I've got the same sort of self-doubt as well, though, and the right. same nerves. And I was really, really shy as a kid, painfully shy as a kid. So, maybe so when you came out, you just came out. Yeah, and was like, I'm good. And also, I've always thought I'd be really good on talk shows. Right. But it's just how to get on a talk show. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite good at telling stories. Right. My stand-up type style is just a story with a wee punchline tacked on the end. Right. Shh, don't tell anyone they have perfect this. for perfect for talk shows. <laughs> I reckon I'd be really good on talk shows. Right. But nobody wants you on a talk show if you aren't anyone. <laughs> it's really tedious. Going, it's, this is called a talk show. <laughs> it should be about people who are good at talking. Yeah, I'm really good at that. Right. <laughs> That should be the competition. <laughs> Who's good at? Yeah, you could do a reality show. The X Factor to find, yeah, to find like shows. Britain's to- best talk, talk show guest. guest. I'll do that. Like it could be celebrities as well. Like I mean, anyone could enter. 
Well, but also I think when you know when you see a musician, I always feel really disappointed when they get a musician on a talk show and you're like, yeah, your fucking medium's clearly music because you can't talk for shit. Right, but then there's like somebody whose music that I don't really like, but then when I see them on a talk show, yeah, like you're like, like oh, he's pretty funny, yeah. like he's pretty cool. Dizzy Rascal. Oh yeah, right. He's good fun. Michael Bublé. I love him. I love Michael. I've seen him three times in concert. Are you serious? But he's my guilty secret. Yeah. What is? Because he. Uh, well, here's the thing. I know when he was in Australia, Bublé, uh, the boob, as we like to call him, uh, toured with a comedian doing support. Did he? I think he you wants could to do be, comedy. He wants to do comedy because I wrote, wrote You could tour like support for Bublé. <laughs> Hi, I'm opening for Michael Bublé. I feel like you would have a lot in common with his key audience. I think we'd get on really well. Do you know what I mean? Well. Like if you're ever looking for an audience that would understand complaining <laughs> about your kids and like, right? They're my demographic. And you've brought them together not in a kind of daggy like come together and we'll talk about it. You've brought yeah. them together at a fucking Bublé concert, <laughs> but you're going to murder to a point that they don't even want to see Boob yeah. come on and do his numbers. Re- I have done, um, I've, I've opened for Puppetry of the Penis a couple of times. Oh, you know what? I opened for Puppetry of the Penis too. How was that? When did that first happen? A uh, couple of years back. I did a few of their tour dates and it's, it made me laugh quite a lot because there's just like a whole, whole room of women being for cock. Right. And then you walk out and they're like, the fuck oh, is this girl the doing? the fuck? You don't even have a cock. Yeah, no. <laughs> And I'm like, don't worry, don't worry. I'm not getting anything out. Right. I've had three children. That, that's a puppetry you don't want to see. <laughs> um, I mean, it w- no, anyway, let's not yeah, go let's there. Not go you there. can make jokes about your own genitals, but I feel like that's <laughs> yeah. not my area. Back off, it's yeah. my vagina. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was all right. I had a nice gig, but it, what, you know, they were like, they were being, I kind of felt like they'd, um, they sort of got, you know, you, you know, your parents like go do that poem that you do at school right. and all their friends like, like oh, very right. good. Oh. Very good. I felt a bit like that. As an adult, and so, well, you, how, how old's the eldest of your kids? 11. 11, right? So, okay, so that's kind of the right age for, I remember when I was about 11 or 12, I was like, you know, started doing public speaking at like high school. I guess you're in year seven and you mm-hmm. have to like, you know, write a speech about like Nelson Mandela or whatever and do it. And I won some award at school, but it was like literally like, you know, there's probably eight people in the competition. Yeah. Like, and, but I remember at Christmas, like uh-huh. I, had to do the speech about Nelson Mandela, like in the living room. And your parents going, isn't he amazing? And right. all the neighbours going, why are they making him do this? Right. Why I think are they the making look, us watch? I think the look on their face of like, this could do with a couple of laughs <laughs> stuck with me. And I was like, if I ever find myself in this situation again, I'm Yeah, gonna... I'm going to do a talk about a guy who's been right. in prison for 27 years and put in a few jokes. Right. Yeah. yeah. He was in prison by himself for 27 years. Yeah. More like a long wank to freedom. Right, guys? <laughs> Come on. You must have masturbated a lot. Are you with are me? Are you with me, guys? Come on. <laughs> Come on. How do you feel about white semen? You know what I mean? Like Spiritual enlightenment comes in many ways. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> oh, um, all right, so you, you're out at dinner in Soho in London. Yes, we're going to karaoke. Yes, you're going to karaoke, that's and right. And these two guys send over a glass of champagne. And one of them is David Coulthard, the racing driver. Right. And then they come over and say, can we join you? We're like, yeah, sure, join yeah. us. We're going to karaoke. And they're like, what? <laughs> it's, it's six o'clock. Yeah, yeah. We're going to finish our bottle of wine and then we're going to karaoke. Yeah. Can we come? Said, yeah, sure. Right. So um, my husband races a vintage car, like historic cars. It's right. the cheapest kind of car racing you can do. Uh-huh. So yeah. he does that as a hobby. So he calls me up and he said that he'd, he'd been off with, uh, for a drink with his friends. He says, where are you? I said, we're in karaoke bar. Uh, come and meet us. And he said, okay, who are you with? It's me, Arla, and David Kiltard. And he's me. And he was like, fuck off. Seriously, it's David Kiltard. And do you know what he sang over and over again? And I was like, I'm just going to talk myself right now, David. Shut up. What? Hey, Jude. Hey, Jude. Shut up, David. Over 
and over. Like he went back for it again. He did about four times. I'm losing. Maybe I'm, his hearing has been destroyed by motor racing. I think it like might Like it's have very been. loud. <laughs> like one of the motor racers at one stage d- dated Danny Minogue. Was it Lewis Hamilton Lewis, or someone? No, it wasn't Lewis Hamilton. Who was it? That oh, was no, it was the, Jacques Villeneuve. Yeah, Canadian Jacques Villeneuve one. went out with Danny Minogue. Wow. And I was like, well, the only way that that relationship could work <laughs> was hear his her. hearing has been destroyed <laughs> by years of motor racing. It's really like, but I do like it. Do you like motor racing? No, I went to the Melbourne Grand Prix once. And um, in fact, they have a celebrity race uh, mm-hmm. beforehand, and I was invited to drive in the celebrity race. But unfortunately, in the Formula One car. No, they they're in like different cars. Right. So I'm not even sure what it is. I think it's whatever the sponsor is okay. that year. So it'll be like so BMWs one year packet. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, by the way. A red bulletin. That's fucking outrageous with like the Grand Prix. Like, because like in Australia, cigarette advertising is completely banned. Like you are not allowed to advertise cigarettes on television, in magazines, in newspapers. Oh, really? You can't advertise it. It's illegal, right? But then the fucking motor racers come to town and on the news that night, there's just somebody in a giant fucking Marlboro advertisement like on television. And they're like, this is the news. Well, I find it bizarre over in the, the US that you can have like tennis competitions sponsored by... Blossom Hill wine. Right. Because that's not... Oh, but here you can buy booze at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> it's extraordinary. Like, there's so many things that I hate, narcotics and, I hate and love about this country. Like, the first thing is, like, obviously, you know, people have guns. That's terrifying. But secondly, you can buy beer at the 7-Eleven. Beer. Like, at the, I go in to just... And you're like, oh, my God, they have beer here. I should get some. <laughs> I've got my dental floss, I've got my toothbrush. What? Ah, There's an event happening at the end of this street at the moment at the uh, 7-Eleven. It's a servo. It's like a... An event. Well, it's like it made the news. Okay. And this is like what made the news that we, at the end of my street is the world's first... Uh, burrito box, right? <laughs> so essentially, it's like one of those you know, boxes that you go and get like a, a DVD from or whatever, you know, those things. Oh my God, that's things. disgusting. But it's burritos, like hot burritos. And like people were lining up around the block to get like a burrito, burrito from this like vending machine. I don't get that. I mean, I don't get that the trends in LA that are big, like street food is really big in LA. Big. And people follow these trailers around and it parks up and then you go and you queue up and yep. you, I want a fucking table. I want a tablecloth. I want someone to take my order and fuck off to the kitchen and come back with a nice meal. I want right. So hang on, you don't want you don't, don't want some want food that's prepared food. in a truck in a truck that you have to eat in the gutter. I hate What's that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> go, go back to your own country <laughs> with your castle that? in the cloud. Oh, it's really with your cool. We're no. gonna go and follow this van. It's amazing. We're gonna park up in Silver Lake. No, 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 no. Just give me a table. Right. Why on earth do they queue up? I don't. And it's a big deal, isn't it? It's a big deal. Like there are some good ones. I, I need to point oh, that God. out. But, okay. Do you like? Do you like? You're a, a burrito van chaser. No. <laughs> there's a vegan food truck because oh, I don't eat meat. One. Okay. So there's a vegan food truck which is actually pretty tasty. Like if you ever, t- you tend to find it um, outside an event. So or like a uh, if you go to the art gallery or right. something like that. Like you know. So it's like there's no good food at the art gallery. You know the yeah. one thing that you know about like art. an art gallery never has a fucking great restaurant. No. Right. Well, maybe they well, do. But it's one of the national... Ga- the but, problem is whenever anyone says that, I think... Right. Oh, well, actually, I'm sure there's a... Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I'm being an idiot. But, well, certainly the LA one is, does not have a fantastic restaurant. So I know that I've eaten a few times at the food vans outside okay. there. Okay. Well, I've gone and seen art, mate. 
Okay, so I like you. to go and fucking check out some fucking <laughs> art, mate, you know, because I'm fucking cultured and shit. So That's impressive. I just fucking well, I have I The last time I was around here in your house with no furniture. Oh, yeah, no said, furniture. No furniture in your house. And you said, yeah, what it needs is just some art on the wall. <laughs> no, Will. What it needs is furniture. <laughs> right. Well, the furniture was coming. Okay. There's been an improvement since it's you were here it's last. A marked improvement, yes. I, I have like a couch. Now, people yeah. have been following this, by the way. So, I see. because I've been, you know, here for six or seven weeks and it's started where if you can imagine this house was completely empty uh-huh. except the kitchen kind of came with it so like I had a fridge and a stove yeah, yeah, and yeah. all those sort of things and um I had I, I got a bed like the day I moved in okay so like for about four weeks there was nothing in here apart from a bed a, bed, a kitchen and a cardboard box I was using as a desk and so, bit by bit, it started to kind up. of fill up. It's nearly there now. I said to my husband, he said, what's Will's flat like? And I said, it's really, really lovely. He's got no furniture in it. And he went, does he have a TV? And I went, yeah. And he went, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> he had to explain to me that when boys move into a flat, the first right. thing they do is sort out their TV situation. Yeah. And Stephen went, is it big? And I went, huge. Yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I feel like I've, yeah. I've, I've made some inroads. Yeah. I feel like I've won him no over a little. No furniture, but a massive telly. Right. I got some flowers though. That's been a bit controversial yeah. with my uh, male friends. Why? I've had a few male friends over and they're like, uh, have you got a girl staying here? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, what's with the flowers? I know there's no girl staying here because the water's dirty and those flowers oh. went off about two weeks ago. I think you'll find if you just look over your shoulder there, that oh, there's a bunch of new flowers, flowers okay. that oh, I, because I noticed exactly what you noticed, so that it was time flowers, to change the shower. So you but you haven't made the leap to put them in the vase. Hey. Is that happening next week? <laughs> I wait. They're in the sink because I just picked them up before okay. you arrived. Okay. That's it. I didn't quite have time. I'm having a go at you. I do apologize, but it's really good fun. <laughs> uh, it was funny because we'd only really hung out, well, not even really hung out, but like we'd only met really one other time but I was reading about you on the internet okay that um that's worrying no 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 that did you start working at the gilded balloon before yes, you when i was what 15, year 16. like oh, what gosh. year would you have been working at the gilded balloon which is um, a uh, famous uh venue at the edinburgh comedy festival 90 1990 and how long 90 to when were you there oh 95 Okay, I would have missed you. All right, right, okay. okay. I was trying to work out because the first time I ever went to Edinburgh, I played at the Guild of Blooms. I wondered if our paths had crossed previous to that. But anyway, we met doing a set list in in London, which was great fun. Which uh, is the most terrifying thing. Are you doing it again? I do it all the time now. I do. I'm going to do it. All the time. In fact, I'm going to... Oh, this will go up. Uh, when this goes up on Sunday, um, I will have been in Santa Barbara the previous night doing set lists. Oh, with Matt Kirshen. Yes. Um, I love to do it everywhere. I, I feel like it's one of those things that the more I do it, the, the better I get at it. Although the game itself the can still fuck you. But like it can the, still out of the blue fuck you. But I think if you've got the sense that like I like playing. Right. And I am um, I have to say what's amazing about setlist is the stuff that, that comes into your head and it just you realise you forget that you're quite creative because you think, Oh, I've got to make them laugh and I've got to pause before that joke and I've got to do this and I've got to do that when you go when I go on stage and I think about that. But when you do set list, you just dick about and sometimes you still you're still funny. Sometimes you're funnier. Oh, like I mean they're the moments where like shit's coming out of your yeah. mouth that even you're like, Where yeah. did that come from? <laughs> I'm amazing, check me. I mean the other <laughs> night I was mid I mean this will sound out of context really crass, but I was mid being, I was in, it was something about being in prison and getting a new, like, oh, uh, so it was something about my cellmate 
said a like there was a acronym and say so like you have to try to come up with what, what the acronym yeah, yeah, yeah. stands for and all this sort of thing and i'm halfway through this bit where i'm like uh, my essentially i'm in a sexual relationship with my cellmate yeah but i'm pretending he's michael fassbender to okay. get through it and he's screaming out call me assbender okay like, and i was like people like were really like laughing and i'm like the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, where did this come from? <laughs> like, I just don't even know, understand, yeah. like, what this is. And then, of course, my friend Rich, who was staying here, who we hung out with the other night, came home and said he'd seen Michael Fassbender at a party and oh, could really? only think of that Ass image. Bender. So, poor Michael yeah. Fassbender. Well, poor Michael Fassbender. <laughs> I could not handle yeah. Michael Fassbender. He has an amazingly huge cock. I've never seen what, How do you know that? It was in a movie. Oh, I know it was famously in a movie. Yeah. What movie was in? Uh, Frozen 3D. Okay. Frozen 3D. <laughs> okay, you're messing with my head. I was like, my kids saw that. Oh, no, it's a joke. Stand back, stand back. It's a joke. You got me. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk to you about something that um, will be very exciting to people who regularly listen to this podcast because okay. um, uh, one of our topics that comes up quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, on here is um, is uh, firstly Doctor Who and secondly Sherlock. Like oh, wow, we okay. talk about Sherlock all the time because oh, I love that show so much. It's I love like Doctor Who and I love Sherlock, but man, I love Sherlock. And then you've just done Sherlock. I've just done Sherlock. Yes, it's going to be on the twenty sixth of January in in the States, United Kingdom or in, in the, the States. States. It's just been on in the UK. Oh, okay, yeah, right. So I don't know when it's on Australia. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Yes, yes. Legally. No, no, yeah, I saw yeah. it. When, you saw it when they did it. When it went out, yeah, it was fine. It okay. was fine. It's all cool. I'm, st- I'm definitely in it. I made right. the cut. Well, that's good. Okay, <laughs> can we can without giving spoilers, and if people are worried about spoilers, mm-hmm. they can, you know, oh, no, they, no, they no understand my, uh, you know, attitude yeah. to spoilers, which is you're an adult. You, if you hear us about to talk about something that you don't want to hear about, you fucking put down your device right now and okay. you deal with it. I've given you time if you're driving <laughs> or whatever with this tiny little rant, so you can't fucking complain. Okay. Anyway, Sherlock, what char- What what was your character? My character is called Robin McDonald, and she had dinner with the murderer. And Sherlock's interviewing me and a bunch of other girls to try and figure out who he is. Oh, okay. No and spoilers. How did I do? How did I do? All right, that was good yeah. so far. Um, how many lines? Five or six. All right, maybe. good. I like it. And you're in a scene with uh, Benedict Cumberbunch. Benedict Cumberbatch, yes. <laughs> Can't say his name. Uh, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbunch. Uh-huh. Uh, he. Uh, so you're in a scene with him. Yes. You're working across working from with him. him. Yes. With him, he with doesn't. Him. He's not like a big Hollywood celebrity now no. who like gets someone. Do you know what's really Gets funny? like a fake Cumberbatch he's a, he's into. He's a really nice chap. And during the scene, we were doing a scene, and we were talking about how it goes. And actually, it's quite funny because. Um, this is, you know how as an adult you're still sometimes impressed by things, that you, but you have to style it out. You, t- you don't, you don't want to go, yay me, I rule, but you're still quite giddy. Oh yeah, I hear. So in my scene, sure. uh, Sherlock is interviewing us all, and we're not meant to know the other woman exists that, that he's speaking to. Right. So one of the girls goes, "I feel sick," and my line was, "Me too," and I said. That doesn't make sense. Makes because, no sense because you don't. Because I'm not meant to. As I've got a problem with my line. Yeah. And the director came up with a problem. And I said, <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not meant to know who. Troublemaker. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Troublemaker on set. Wayson's kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> bring in the replacement yeah. woman. As she learned her six lines, yeah. bring her in. Yeah. There's trouble. Trouble starting. Is there a, a yeah. silent looking extra that won't cause any problems? Is there anyone yeah. on this set who thinks we know better than they do? Anyone? Bring them in. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, it doesn't make any sense. And Benedict said, she's right you oh, see we, we need more minds like this on this show what 
on like, Sherlock. Yeah, I was like, check me On a out. show about the world's greatest mind. I know. So I was like doing that kind of thing where you, you want to smile, but I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm totally cool with the that is cool. Sherlock telling And me at the wasn't. time, was he doing one of those things where like, you know, um, did he like reveal shit about you that you didn't understand? <laughs> like, is it, was it one of those things where like, you know, shit came up on the screen and he, oh, and no, he was no, able he to be like. He does stuff like the screen goes down my face and like he's doing that stuff. But no, he wasn't doing that to me. He's very nice and very chilled and very, smells very nice. Oh, he smells yeah, nice? Like what nice. sort of, what does he smell like? Just sort of clean and fresh and after shavy. I don't know. Right. Um, gave me, he has a driver, gave me a lift home in his car. Oh. Which is very nice. That is nice. Um, we have brought the baby down on set and my little, my two-year-old thinks the world revolves around him. Obviously, he's a lesson in positivity. The baby right. walks into every room and he's like, hey guys, I'm here. I'm here, And finally. everything stops because yeah. he's gone, hey guys. Right. And so we brought him down on set and he was there just blowing everyone kisses like that. And Benedict said, he's like a tiny emperor bestowing love. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, yeah, Riley was clearly going, yeah, Benedict, you might be the big shit Hollywood star, but watch this stuff. Right. The makeup girls go nuts for this. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And it's the same bit. Yeah. He's he's doing it over and over, but they love it. Yeah. They love it more. Lapping it up. Right. Yeah, I um, remember when I was uh, two, I'm going to say, uh, two or three. No, two? I don't okay. remember. I've been told this story. That's quite impressive. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Were you Rain Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was in, yeah, yeah. two. Um, I, my, uh, my dad was a cricketer, played, okay. played cricket. And, uh, well, he was a farmer, but he also played cricket and he was quite good at cricket. Okay. And it was like some state level match, you know, that they were playing. Okay. And it was same, I did that same thing where I just like, Walked into the dressing rooms, hey, like stood in the middle, got everyone's attention, made them watch me while I did all the umpire signals and stuff. <laughs> Mum was like, well, you were just like, yeah, I was kind of like, I could take this room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the sight lines aren't great. They're in a circle. And you're not the guy, you're not the guy to show off, no? Right. Well, I mean, maybe it's. <laughs> there's some things you can't fight, Will. There's some right. things you can't fight. I think maybe, you know what it is? I think if I was being honest about it, I think that when I was young, I showed off all the time. Like mm-hmm. at high school and stuff, like I think that I was a real show off. Oh, really? But it was like one of those things where I think when I got to be a professional show off, it kind of almost felt like. Oh, I don't oh, want to yeah. be that guy who yeah. like shows off. And you see it as well as a comic. You see that guy in the room who's like the bit of a character at work and, and he's showing off to the table and he's, you know, maybe being a bit rude to some people. Because, of course, I find what we do is I, I, I watch quite a lot and I, I'm interested right. in dy- dynamics of tables and stuff. And you see that guy who's been the, the life and soul. But often there's a couple of people that don't feel his sunshine. Oh, yeah, of course. And you think, you're an asshole. Right. You're a proper <laughs> asshole. I see what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I but think, you know, when I, I walk on stage, I think you're coming down. Right. <laughs> I always love um, when you've already decided before you go it. on stage who's getting yeah. it. Like some nights, like, and people would probably don't realize this, but particularly when I'm like, yeah, when you're doing a tour and you may be touring with a support who is someone that you know and like, mm-hmm. as opposed to maybe say it's just a regular night at the comedy club and you're up fourth. Yeah. You might not, maybe not paying that much attention, but if it's your friend and someone that you've brought on tour yourself, you're probably standing in the wings. Yeah. And you you're feel probably responsible watching. for the audience that you've brought to see your friend. Because they're my audience, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't want them to be a shit audience yeah. to this person. And you in, want everyone to have a good time. Right, I really it's do. It's like a dinner party, isn't it, in that situation? But the weird thing is that if they don't give them a good time, I often go out with like, well, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know do you mean? see what you did? Mummy's right. very, very cross now. Now I'm not happy. <laughs> We're all going to suffer because you weren't nice to him. Because yeah. I think I'm teaching you some secret lesson I'm never going to explain. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's funny, isn't it? I always think um, it makes me laugh when like guys when guys have a go at me. I have this thing in my head that I always like if somebody starts heckling back, and I think, mate, I'm a divorcee. I know how to make a grown man cry. Right. Bring it on. <laughs> no, I, 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 I can ruin your life, not <laughs> yeah. just you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, seriously. Don't be taking me on, buddy. <laughs> right. It's funny, though. Like, I mean, when you, I think that that's an interesting thing I think about comedy sometimes is, and I don't think there's any right or wrong way to do it. I mean, people like Chris Rock and Ro- Ross Noble and people started when they were 15, you know, like, oh, wow. so. I'm not saying that's the wrong way to do it because obviously you can be great at doing that. But I do think that there's something about like someone who's only ever been a comedian and who's never done anything hard, like actually hard in their life. Like I think if you've had a baby or if you've been through a divorce or you've like worked some fucking shitty, shitty job where I remember the job I had before comedy, I was like picking up glasses at a casino, like, you know, like had to go in and pick up like you know people who were playing the poker machines all night and would be putting their you could back when you could smoke in the casino and they'd be putting their ashes in this shit that you would have to like pick up and i would go into the toilet and i would sit on the toilet like not not going to the toilet literally just hide because i hated my job so much and also what that does to your ego i always think like people like doormen or a bouncer you know bouncers or people picking up glasses there's something there's something dismissive about the way people treat them that kind of crushes your ego even if you're a, the strongest person and you're you know you're working a job and you're right. getting paid for it your ego is still crushed by the attitude of people who think that you're beneath them right and it's just so shitty because you can't shake it when you, when you can take your uniform off that sort of owl feeling doesn't go away does it well that's why i also hate like you can tell a lot, you know, when you're talking about the asshole at the table, you yeah. know, the person that you know, you can tell a lot about somebody by how they treat the servers at a restaurant, the waitresses, the waitress, at whatever clubs, you call it. I hate it. I but, hate it when you see them and you think, don't do that to her. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a lot of like, I, I can judge people. Um, Malcolm Gladwell says in his book Blink that a lot of the, the studies have shown that often our first instinct about people yeah. is one is right. Thin you know, slicing. Right, thin slicing and blink, isn't it? When he yeah. does that, when he cuts the, and they've called it was it Macam's razor. Have you heard that? Yes, that is it. Macam's right. razor. Uh, I might have got it wrong. I can't Yoc- remember. Yoakum's. Oh, no, I'm going like to get that. that. I'm going to get that. I think the point is the wrong. most obvious answer is they're often the right one. Yeah, yeah. And I think that you often you can just see someone and just go, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I know it. Just the way you click to get yeah. that person's attention. Yeah. And maybe they they're a nice person. Maybe the waitress was the person yeah, who was being possibly. terrible, and like they really needed. Maybe there was like a medical emergency, and they needed a glass yeah. of water, and they didn't want to possibly. fuck up the show, so possibly. they thought the best way to. It's but in fingers. that moment, I'm just yeah. like, fuck you. But I find that as a mother. I hope you lose your yeah. arm so you can never fucking click again. Come here and give me those fingers and I'll bite them off for you. Right. Oh, but then I find that as a mum, when the kids start fighting, I never know. Because, you know, you think, oh, I know right. who's wound up who and I know who's reacted and lashed out, but I don't know where this started. And I don't want to get involved because I don't want to be the mum when they're 18 and 20 and she's like, he stole my car. I just don't. And you kind of see that sort of simmering fight and you think, I'm just... I'm going to have to keep out of this, even though I really want to get involved. Right. <laughs> Stop the bickering. Right. That's interesting. So what are the age gaps of your... 11, 9, and the baby's 2. Okay. So 11 and 9, they like have a relationship, yeah. relationship, right? Yeah. They're, they're really close. And then they they fi- they fight. But I mean... Today All I, kids fight though, right? Isn't well, that just see, what they do? I don't know. Because I was... 
eight when my young sister was born. So uh, I, my mom kind of grew me a doll, effectively. Right. So yeah. I've always had a more of a... You're probably not going to bash a baby. No, you know, <laughs> you could do, but it'd be wrong. Right, it'd be terrible. It'd be terrible. You wouldn't make it to here. <laughs> you wouldn't have made it this far. They wouldn't have let you be in Sherlock <laughs> if at some stage you bashed a baby. I know. Benedict would have been like, Benedict, you know what, she seems lovely she's now. She's lovely, but she's got a nasty side to her. Right, there's a little, I can just, I blink, I thin sliced, <laughs> and I think she's a baby basher. I'm not lending her my car to go home. No chance. Uh, you know what, I'm, I'm not, not wearing deodorant today. I'm not no, smell me. No, yeah, I smell fantastic, but she has to shove something up her nostrils right now. And I hate her new fucking life. <laughs> it is stupid. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Uh, you had a, a, a doll, basically. Yeah, you, you, know, you, yeah, got, a, so you got a little fight. baby, so there was no fighting. We didn't fight, but right. um, but sometimes I look at my my daughter and she'll be, you know, like today they were in the swimming pool and she was having a nice little float about. Mm-hmm. And I could see... A little kernel of idea in my son's head going, I'm going to jump on the water and I'm going to ruin her moment of calmness. Right. And he did. Yeah. He did this sort of bomb, water went everywhere and she was like, oh and I thought, God, I'm so glad I didn't have a little brother. Right. Because they're really annoying. Oh, terribly annoying. Terribly annoying. And just annoying. doing so, and boys are so different to get like, my sons, the baby today, walked past the table, table and just kicked the, t- the table leg. Not for, for, not for any reason, just kicked it on the way just, past. Just so they fucking knew who was in charge. <laughs> Couple of people who didn't. Yeah. Couple of people who didn't look around when when he announced hey, himself. Hey, the emperor's in the hey, room. Eyes to hey, me. Eyes to me. Hey, not direct in my eyes though. Don't look me directly in the eye. Can't believe it. Yeah, Hollywood's gone to his head. I know. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. So, what are you doing out here? Tell me about like uh, why you came to Los Angeles. Um, I'm doing a few gigs. Got a few meetings about jobs and stuff. Um, would you like to be like? Uh, what do you like? Would you? What would you like to do out here? Actoring. I like acting, Actoring. yeah. I like just working. Yeah, working. Okay. I like I like gigging, sure. I like working, I like I've th- I've shot a couple of um short films in the UK and I'd mm. like to do a couple over here which are it's called uh, the idea is my daughter is about to sort of go on start going online and have her, you know, be more aware of her sexuality. Right. And pornography is all over the internet, as you what? may have heard. Shut you up. may have heard. It's held together. It makes me laugh so much because you, you go on. You go well, on. No, the internet is held together by pornography, so hate, and cat videos. <laughs> cat That's videos. pretty much most of it. But you go onto a pornography site and it says, caution, do not proceed. If you, unless you are over 18. Right. Are you over 18? Yeah. Click yes, click no. Like, like the honesty any, part, I, like I any appreciate that. self-respecting 13-year-old is going to go, oh, fuck. Um, I wanted to masturbate. <laughs> I know that I'm not meant to be on this, but they've asked me a, question, asked me a question and I am an honest person. That ends that voyage of right. discovery. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hardly Lord of the Rings, is it? It's like hardly answering oh, the these cunning, questions. Oh, the cunning, cunning internet. Right. But um, so I've, uh, and in pornography, all the women are so available and all the men ask for all kinds of things that just gets presented to them. Right. So I've written a series of six short films, which are pornography as they play out in real life. So when the husband comes home and the wife and her sister are sitting on the sofa and he thinks he's on for a threesome, chances are in real life it's yeah. not going to happen. No. And the women are going to go, you reckon? Right. You reckon, We're getting divorced now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just, I've made a few of them just That's of, funny. That's a good idea. Just to sort of have this. But also it's a good like, because, uh, yeah, this is a topic that comes up a bit on the show as well, which is the pervasiveness of like pornography. Because the internet, greatest... In the future, they will look back, for good or for ill, at the defining invention of our generation. The moment the world changed Changed forever forever 
was the internet. For good or for ill, what we become started at the moment that the internet was invented and we all decided yeah. that convenience was better than... And like all the things for good or for ill that have come out of that came from that moment. Yeah. This thing that changed the path we are on as a human race for fucking ever. Yeah. They have to teach kids differently in school now and because of the keep, internet. Yeah. And because they have to keep changing all the sort of um, security settings in schools because the kids get into various different websites and they're they're so smart. They're and they're smarter, smarter than us. Yeah. And, you know, all their information's online and it's all, you know, it's it's a really, it's it's a different world that we're going to leave them with because of the internet. Well, but my, the son, interesting my son's blogging out here and putting on his school website back home. Right. Can you imagine that? I'm nine. I'm just, mommy. I'm just doing my blog. My like, blog. Fuck you. From the other side of the fucking planet. <laughs> fuck you and your work ethic. Like I, I still, <laughs> like I still sometimes when I'm like you know on the iPhone and I'm talking to someone in another country, uh, or on Skype or whatever, I'm like, are we on the Starship Enterprise? It's amazing. Why are we not sitting around? Like the old, when you would see footage of people in the old days outside of a shop with televisions yeah. and they'd all just be like staring and pointing yeah. at the majesty. <laughs> Why are we not doing that with Skype it's and shit? It, we take it for granted. It is How phenomenal. Fucking telephone, like video telephone, that technology happened and we didn't have a fucking parade for the no. person who came up with Do it or what? anything. I, I, I used to watch Americans on the Oscar ceremonies holding their phones in the air mm. and I used to think, fucking idiots. Right. Holding, holding their phones in the air for who they're going to call. I don't get it. I didn't realise they had... Because America got camera phones right. way before we did. So yeah. I just thought they were stupid. You were just, <laughs> just trying to get reception? Oh, no, just like, can't, can't have lighters yeah. inside, so this oh is God, as good yeah. as we can. Put your phones away, dickheads. Uh, who's got a phone? Yeah. Anyone got a phone? Oh, yeah, no, we got a phone. Yeah. Let me see your phones in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. so but what the internet also taught us, I think, as a human race, in some ways, there's been, look, so there's been a really amazing things about the internet, which has been that, like, someone who, you know, is a, into one little thing who could live in this place where they'd never meet anybody else who was like them can reach out into the world mm-hmm. and discover that there are people who are just like them and communities can come it's together amazing. and it can be very positive. It also has shown us, I don't think it's made people hateful, it's shown us how hateful and bitter yeah. and angry people can be, particularly when they're anonymous. And the third thing that it's shown us is we can't pretend anymore how much people are watching fucking porn. Yeah. Like everyone, I can't believe that there are still women who are not naked on the internet. As in like, there are just so many naked women on the internet that yeah. you're like, how am I not just running into these <laughs> people women. every fucking it's day? It's bizarre though. I mean, because I, what I find alarming about it is that it's difficult for teenagers to know where to go to talk about sex. Right. Because you're not going to talk to your peers because they, well, you're going to talk to your peers and they're all going to lie and say, yeah, we've had six threesomes this week. Right. You're not going to talk to your parents because that's really embarrassing. So I kind of... As a as a mother of a daughter, I do, I want her to be able to say, do you know what? No, I'm not up for that. I'm not comfortable. Whereas I feel like there's pressure on boys to expect things that they're yep. not possibly ready for, and there's pressures on girls to sort of let guys do stuff that they might not be comfortable with. You know where you need to sign her up to? Like an internet forum where adults pretend to be children. That sounds like a really safe place for her. (laughs) No, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. And I think that... We're pushing people because in my day and the first time I saw a naked woman was the first time I saw a naked woman. Yeah. I did not like, you know, at least in a gynecological way. I'd seen like the outside of a naked woman but never like – whereas these days like, you know, well before you understand what any of it is, you can see those images, right? But also it's not those images. 
It's it's the equivalent of like somebody learning to walk by watching fucking Usain Bolt at the Olympics. Exactly, exactly. Like that's not. And it's kind of like yeah, like you got to ease would, into not, that. Nobody would use Harry Potter as a manual for what school life right. is like. It's fantasy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's diff. But what? But what, it's changed even in the time that like since like I saw porn on the internet the first time to now. Like I am struck by how much. Like in the old days, for example. I think we're going to get graphic okay. here, but here we go. In I the old days, for example, I was married. Well, I was like twenty-eight. In the old days, anal was a category, right? Yeah. Like it was like it was a thing that you know, if you were into like those that. sort of videos, you would go like, and here's the like, you know, the anal section. It's right? so bizarre because whereas like now like, yeah. everything's anal. Because when I was at school, it was like kissing, kissing with tongues, right. Um, I fumble on top of the blouse. Yes. I fumble underneath the blouse. Right, yeah. Uh, maybe mutual masturbation. Oh, yeah, but okay. that, mutual masturbation. Normally, I would say that sex. it would go... In, in my school, it normally went fingering, then, then hand jobs. Well, yeah, well, that's mutual masturbation. Yeah, but I it? think they were still two separate steps. Oh, okay, okay. In the same so way as you've separated over bra, okay. under bra, okay. I feel like... Okay, so then fingering and then... Masturbate, Mas- uh, yeah, tossing good. them off, then sex, <laughs> then sex, and that was it. That was it. That was on. Whereas right. now, and oh, oh, what, what, no, oh, no, no, where was oral sex? Oral, oral sex, sex, then last. sex, or after? I think oral sex yeah. was last for me. Because so sex I find then that oral more, sex. Sex yeah. then oral sex because I find that more intimate. It was more intimate. I find but that more intimate because you put someone's penis in your mouth, right? Or vagina, like in or reverse. Vagina, yeah. but, no, but I agree with you. In the old days, that did seem to be more intimate. I These days, people are just. It's like kissing. Oral sex, right. sex, anal. Right. And that's like even before you've had dinner. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. I don't think I'm that old, but I am kind of oh, like, Oh, no, no, wow, no. I'm as old. soon as I think of these things, We're I old. might as well be a hundred <laughs> years old. Like, I might as well be fucking doing this on Morse code. Like, I just, I, I'm terrified. And because, again, like, not that I'm going to be dating young people, but like, as yeah. someone who's... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. How young are we talking, Will? <laughs> well, as I was saying to someone the other day, I was having this conversation about Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, I was saying to someone the other day, as much as I love Jennifer Lawrence, I think she's fantastic. Like, she's a real sort of, you know... Yeah. I, I think she's a good actress and I think that she's a real breath of fresh air. Yeah. And, like, you know, you're like, yeah, that's someone who, like... I'd like more yeah. you know, Hollywood celebrity role models I like that. I love that when she got interviewed about the Oscar and they said, so what, what, what was your process for getting ready for the... The, the Oscars, what did you do? And she's like, I got up, I had a shower, I put a dress on. <laughs> I love the one on the, <laughs> she was telling that story about how her and her friend, like the maid discovered all her butt plugs. Did you? I didn't hear her that. Her and her friend have a running joke and so her friend sent her like a box of butt plugs and she was in a hotel and so she tried to hide it under the oh, no. bed. But because she didn't want to, yeah. like, because you can't yeah. leave a note saying, this is a running joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't actually need 15 well, butt plugs. that's story. Right. <laughs> so, but she said it made it worse because she hid it under the bed and when she came back in, they cleaned the room and they'd taken it out oh, from under no. the bed and put it like, you oh, know, no. probably really with a towel. Blue, or yeah. <laughs> In the shape of a swan. (laughs) (laughs) But she's... Okay, she's fantastic. Yeah. But I was saying that I went and saw American Hustle and... uh, 
I much like I watched that movie and all I walked away from was thinking how hot Amy Adams is. Yeah. Another one. She's an AA. She's she can woman. be in your group. She's she can be, yeah, be in I your like game. alliterated surnames. Right. Let, let, do you know who other ones do you have like a list of them yourself? Like Walter a, White? Oh, good, yeah. Oh, and same. Yeah. Yeah, right. He's a big here in our house. I bet. <laughs> the, the meth creator. Yeah, nice. Well done though. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know who else. Okay, so it's not a big no, passion it's not of a big yours. Passion to... No, maybe, maybe <laughs> Shall I do some homework and come back next week? <laughs> no. I feel I've let you down. It just felt like the way you went into it. No, like really. It was like, you're like, I've, I've studied this. Oh, yeah. I keep I my eye on this. I do that quite a lot. But no. I, I think it's important to remember I just talk shit. Right. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I understand. People, yeah. ha- people haven't come here for answers. And if you have, <laughs> seek professional advice. Um, did you watch the uh, Golden Globe Awards? I did watch the Golden Globe Awards. And I, I said to my little girl, look at this, Bella. This is really, really important for us because here's two women being really funny. Really funny. And they're allowed. And before, it was just a stuffy old guy in a suit right. in an award ceremony. And also, the Golden Globes had the highest viewing figures of any Golden Globes in the last 10 years. Right. Boom. Are C- women funny? Fuck you. Right. <laughs> two of them. Uh, two no. of them. <laughs> Of course, they wouldn't be that funny if there was only right. one of them. Yeah, exactly. I love work. It. Hollywood's making up, progress. Right? Hollywood's yeah. making progress, but we're not going to put one up on our own. Right, yeah. Well, we're, like, uh, we're thinking about using a woman. What, instead of a man, like a straight one for one replacement? I think it's. I think you'll find the Hollywood exchange rate is two chicks for one bloke. That is. Two chicks, one bloke. No, not, to, not two girls, one cup. That's, no, 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 that's a completely, completely different thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. But I thought it is quite important. They were, I think they're amazing. Like, I mean, I don't think, you know, I'm not saying anything (laughs) revelatory to say that they're both incredibly funny. But I came to the Amy Poehler party late. Right. I was always a big Tina Fey fan. Um, But I had never, because I didn't grow up with Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And because, I I think Parks and Rec was really kind of the first, if you hadn't like watched Saturday, like, you know, she'd done some other things, but I'd never really, and because she can play um, unsympathetic characters, you know, like, yeah, I I just didn't think I immediately warmed to her because I didn't come to the table with any of the, yeah, the joy of other things. Whereas Tina Fey's got that warm charm that you get straight away. You get it straight away. I hear Um, what you're saying. Also, I didn't enjoy the first season of Parks and Recreation. I watched it and I it just I'm not a very I'm not a big sitcommy person at the best of times, but I'm certainly not like a like a fake character sitcommy oh, right. person thing. And it felt too jarring for me. I'm like, yeah, I, I just don't like this. Yeah. But a friend of mine said, like, you know, it got great. You've got to dip back yeah. into it. And so one day out of the blue, I was like on a plane and there was nothing else left to watch. And it was like one of those things where they had the whole series. Yeah, yeah. And it was like it was series four. So, like, I hadn't seen anything since series one. And, and really I sat there. Then, yeah. And it's just fucking great. It's great. Like, I've been watching. I've now caught up. Like, I've watched every. And that's probably just in the last three months. I've, like, watched every episode of it. Oh, really? I'm obsessed with her. That joke she made. <laughs> like, the fact that someone at the fucking Golden Globes could make a 12 years a slave joke. Joke. Like, because yeah. it was the big thing yeah. as a comic. Like, when you're yeah. watching, you're like, they're going to joke about every movie to. here. You can't not make a yeah. 12 Years a Slave joke. But what the fuck are you going to say? They like, what are you going to say? They had that, that, I'll never look at slavery the same and way. <laughs> and just that moment where, like, like, the way they sold it. Yeah. It was just, A, it was a great joke. Yeah. But the timing, if anyone wants to know about fucking comedy timing. That's it. J- just right there. 
and and also the the realization <sighs> spreading. That she's, Tina Fey is such a great actress because the realization spreading all across her face before she came out with a what? Right. Just nailed that joke. Neither of them sold it. No. Like I mean, as in they both sold it. <laughs> yeah, but, but neither them, you yeah. didn't see either of them they sell didn't it. Dwell in it. And that yeah. bit. Would have just it could have just gone so terribly fucking wrong. <laughs> but I love that. And now, like a supermodel's vagina, please give a warm welcome to Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, that's. <laughs> I mean, and that fucking now we're just doing their jokes, which you can probably just look up yourself. But that joke about uh, gravity, uh, a movie about how George Clooney would rather float into space than spend one more second <laughs> with a woman his own age. <laughs> like, it's a fucking great Brilliant joke. joke. Brilliant joke. So funny. Yeah, they did. I mean, they it's, should host everything. I want to see them. I don't yeah. give a fuck but, what they, but also just they let made them a joke about everything. it as well, saying that in true Hollywood fashion, we'll get them out every year until everyone starts to hate it and then right. they'll do something different. And it's true. But it is true. But I thought they did a, I mean, they're just... A sterling job. They're fantastic. So funny. I like, I, there's something about the Golden Globes that I actually find a lot more entertaining. Yeah. I think it's because... Well, they're all so pissed and relaxed and it's not that right. regimented sitting I mean, in rows. Well, and this is the other thing that I admire so much about the job that uh, Tina and Amy did is that... I, I say as if I know them. I know, Tina let, and Amy. Let, let's, we're all, them. let's seek them out. We're all in comedy. I mean, the do th- that. But here's I the thing. We could. We could. We could totally do a gig. Everybody knows um, on this podcast that I am not far away from... I, I'm accidentally, I need to point out, in case anybody's okay. listening to this, but... Uh, it, I, it's verging on me story, uh, stalking Karen Gillan now because right. uh, she lives right near here. Do okay. you know, you know, her, do you know I've her? I've a friend who knows she's her. So, yeah, right. Oh, she lives just okay. nearby here. Are you here. friends with her yet? No. Should we make that happen? I see her all the time oh, and I think she's fantastic. My friend's good mates with her. Yeah. Let's sort that out. Let's right. go for lunch with her. Because I saw her today again and okay. I was like, I almost like I've seen her so many times I want to like, Hey, <laughs> yeah. the Mickey Mouse top. That's fun. <laughs> I, I, I always feel that when, you know, when you've been away from home for a while and you go back home and you walk down the street and I always think, I'm, yeah. I feel like going, hey guys, I'm back. I'm back. To complete strangers. Yeah. Hey guys, here I am. <laughs> you missed me? It's Wendy Weiss. Wendy Weiss. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who. I tell you my Doctor Who story. Oh, uh, no. Go on. So Doctor Who. Um... My little boy, Max, who's nine, wanted to do, like, a friend of ours was doing auditions, like, was hosting auditions for a play at the Old Vic in London. Mm-hmm. And Max was like, can I go along? And I said, yeah, sure, it'll be a great workshop, fine, have fun, uh, if nothing else. So Max goes along for the workshop, gets the, jo- gets the job. He's in the Old Vic Theatre in London for three months in the Duchess of Malfi, and he's playing the Duchess's son. Wow. Uh, who is the English girl from, um, nurse, uh, from nurse Jackie. Right. You know the English actress Eve Best? I don't, but... Anyway, Googler. So, he's the, he's the son. And I thought that would be that. He'll do three months at the Old Vic. And right. we, we come out here, and uh, the Old Vic is run by Kevin Spacey. Oh, in okay. London. And yeah. we're driving along Sunset Boulevard. There's a big placard up, House of Cards. Right. And Max says, Mommy, is that, that's Kevin from the Old Vic. Yeah. And I said, yeah, it is. And he went, is Kevin famous? <laughs> yes, yes. And he knows Kevin. He knows Kevin because he did three yeah. months at the Old So he knows Kevin. He so knows he can Kevin. sort us out with yeah, Tina, Tina and Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Tina and Amy's small fry for Max. Fine. We can, so, um, he might be in the next series of House of Cards. Uh, you, gotta... you never know. You never know. So um, he's at the Old Vic. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought that would be it. And he'd get the acting bug out of his system and right. blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, it's really boring when you have to go to work every day, even when you feel ill. And right. So Max did it, and then the ca- and I thought that would be that, but the casting director of Doctor Who came to see him in the Old Vic yeah. and offered him a part in the Christmas special of Doctor Who. Are you serious? Yeah. 
And I said, Maxie, you're not doing it. You're not an actor. You're a little boy. You can't be doing acting all the time. You ju- you've got to go to school. You're a little boy. And he said, but mummy, it's Doctor Who and right. I'm nine. <laughs> right. But I thought, okay, that's a fair enough. That's a fair yeah. enough thing. So um, we go to... Uh, I mean, that, when the, he is like 13 or 14, that is going to get in some underbrow action. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me that about my son. God. <laughs> It'll probably be straight ear-fucking by that time, whatever they've moved on right. to. Yeah, yeah, that'll be first base. That'll be first base. I got the first base. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're stuck I your dick her in her ear. I right, yeah. um, Anyway, God, I've got It was just dark. an eyelid job, Mum. <laughs> she pulls out the eyelid yeah. and she just rubs it again. Yeah, she's right, got a fake eyeball. Right. Pops it out <laughs> and I go, ah, it's my son, stop it. So, um, so Max, <laughs> Max is really excited because he's going to get to meet Matt Smith. He's like, Matt Smith, Matt Smith, Matt Smith, Matt Smith. Right. I'm so excited about meeting Matt Smith. And we get the train to Cardiff and... Um, where they film Doctor Who and we go in and I said, oh, hi, you've got a hotel room, uh, a reservation for Wendy Wason and the woman's like, no, nothing listed. And I said, no, uh, you do. You have a hotel room for uh-huh. Wendy Wason, check again. Uh-huh. BBC booked it. Yep. No, ma'am, I don't have anything. Check again. She went, might it be under a different name? Oh, no. And I'm like, is there a room for Matt? Yeah. So we fucking uh, check into my son's hotel room. room. Well, he's in showbiz now. Yeah, Dick. He's doing so we, Doctor Who. Yeah, he's doing Doctor Who. So we get there and he's really excited about being Doctor Who. And I see the call sheet and the call sheet on it says, Matt Smith leaves set at four o'clock, Max on set at 5.30. Oh, so, oh, shit. oh no. So I called my agent and said, listen, because yeah. um, my agent's in the same agency as yeah. Matt Smith. I said, yeah, well, can yeah. you get Matt Smith to hang around to meet Max? Because Max is refusing to do it yeah. unless he meets Max Smith. Hey, Stephen Moffat, yeah. it's the annoying woman who changes the lines. <laughs> <laughs> she, says, she says she wants your star to hang around for a couple of hours to meet her child. Stephen likes me because he put me in coupling. I right. can, I can boss. Okay. I, I, Stephen, Stephen Moffat right. doesn't mind. I'm it's safe. Fine. I'm okay. safe. Right, so um, we go to the set and uh, Max has bought these joke sweets that he's going to give Matt Smith and uh, turn his mouth black. So when oh, you, uh, nice. so Max is really excited and when he's going to shake Max Smith's hand, he's going to sort of stick his hand on the end of his nose and wiggle it and it's going to be dear. hilarious. Classic. Yeah. yeah. So we're in the trailer. Or caravan, as Max calls it, because he's not a dick yet. Right, sure. And, uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> and there's a knock at the door, and this voice goes, hi, is Max in there? And we open it, and it's Matt Smith. Oh, it's Matt Smith. Awesome. And um, Matt's, um, he's like, hi, buddy, how you doing? And Max is chatting away, and Max yeah. says, can I have a photograph? And he's like, yeah. And Max Smith walks away, and Max looks at the photograph and goes, oh, it looks photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! So yeah, he was. That's the, exciting though. Yeah. Which, which episode? The so, episode what? with the snowmen. Oh, the best part of it all gets cut. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got he, cut. Didn't make it. Show business is a tough gig. Yeah. Oh well, that's a good well, lesson still, to learn. He's still, he's like, I think he's in a tiny bit of it, but he's not. How would you feel if? So when I was at the LA Podcast Festival, and I wish I could remember the name of this woman. I'll try to look it up and post it on the website afterwards. But um, uh, heard she's a comedian. Okay. She was being interviewed on this show, and uh, her daughter is the Asian girl, I think Lily, her name is, on Modern Family. Oh, wow. How cool. But she was talking about the idea that, you know, she's been in show business for like all this time and now suddenly, like her daughter's on fucking Modern Family. It's the biggest comedy show in the world. It's amazing. Like her daughter's a big star. And she's not as big a star as her daughter. <laughs> like, how would you feel about, like, you know, what, what if, like, you know, your son, like, becomes, like, you know, the Macaulay Culkin of the... And what I get to do, retire? Yeah. 
Oh, you'll be fine with that. I saw yeah. you, you didn't even I'm wait for a, a second. I'm a comic. I don't really want to work. You we all halfway do that. out the fucking door. Yeah. I'm booking my new, my new car. You're like, is this a, could that <laughs> is happen? Is actually happening? Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, my daughter. Um, we could do a Home Alone gritty reboot because, you know what I mean? Like, we should get Max in. You should speak to Max. Max is very entertaining. I reckon that'd be good. Yeah. I'll get, right. I'll get the kids to do to come, come, come and, and do, do the, your podcast. Do the podcast. Right. Isabella is, um, oh, well, I felt bad because I was like. I None of that visual shit, though. Can't do that. Can't do the handshake and the nose wave. If that th- shit doesn't I talked work you through on. that. I talked you through that. Yeah. Um, Isabella is that uh, I felt bad because I was on my own with the kids for a while, uh-huh. and I do a lot of voiceovers okay. uh, back in the UK. I do various different things, and I felt bad. What? Tell me no. Tell me what. Um, put Maureen on one one eight two one two in your mobile. Maureen, forty minutes on the busy landline availability. Me very. Oh, okay, nice. That's what I, do. I like that. That's I do good. Maureen. I do yeah. Madeline. Uncover the value. Oh, what is that? That's a, some shop. Right, okay. I don't do that anymore. But anyway, right. blah, blah, blah. I'd like, no, I'd like to know those things. You, you like to know voiceover stuff? No, I, I just like to know about yeah, you. I, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to know. I Plus, I'm not very good at speaking for yes, someone you are. who. What, no, no, no. You're saying that you're, you're shit at singing no, no, no. and speaking. What else are you shit at? Oh, no, no, no. But like, well, <laughs> heaps, of, heaps okay. of stuff. But <laughs> no, as in, like, I can't do voices, can't do okay. accents. I've never been able to. Like, I'm not a. Even on my show, I don't really read an auto cue. And when you can see me read an auto cue, you can tell the difference between oh, me really? talking and reading or not. Like, you know, like, I'm, they're not skills that come naturally to <laughs> You're me. You're not Sammy all. Davis Jr. No, <laughs> not, a, not I'm not any of the Sammy Davises. There's not any Sammy. <laughs> Anderson, Jr. Anderson is not a traditional. No, there's not some weird thing. I didn't meet. No, no, an entertainer. Yeah, I didn't meet. I can't. I can't even riff on Rat that. Pack. I'm not really sure. Without no, I was trying to they do. I was like, how can I? I was trying to say something without being racist. Okay. Oh gosh. <laughs> Everyone knows that Sammy Davis okay. Jr. is black, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I was trying to make some joke yeah. about black how and Jewish. it had come from that to yeah. me now, okay. and I could not think okay. of a way of doing that. Well, well without, done from walking away from the racist I did. material. I walked away from it. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go. And I'm out. <laughs> right. I was drowning in the ocean, and the only person coming back on a life raft was some guys with white. <laughs> hoods on their faces <laughs> and I thought you know what I'm gonna leave them to I'm it I'm fine here I'll stay with the sharks at least I know what their moral <laughs> at least they show their face right yeah they say a shark in a fucking hood <laughs> Yeah, exactly, were my last words yeah. before I drowned <laughs> alone in the ocean. <laughs> Remember me, I shouted into my equipment that I'd left oh, on the one. That, yeah. Um, all right, so... Uh, voiceovers. Yeah, so Bella's now a voiceover. Yes. She's, she's got a cartoon. She's a voiceover. Are you serious? Yeah, she's, a, she's got a year's contract with um, Nick Jr. She's in Zack and really? Quack. Really? Yeah. She's a cartoon squirrel. Oh, my fucking Pop. God. Yeah. That's amazing. So I'm, it's kind of working towards my retirement. Right. I really hope I can retire soon. It'll be awesome. Yeah. So would uh, do you think you actually would retire if you could retire? I know you kind of like, you, you, you were you half joking or fully joking? Because like comedy to me, there are easier ways to earn a living than comedy. I like going out and chatting to folk. Right. I can go and talk. Do you get to go on a talk show as the famous parent? <laughs> Yeah, why not? Like, well, then that's, that's what I'll do. You can be that person. I'll be an after-dinner speaker. You can be like... Uh, I grew them all. I, right. I, yeah, if I can be head of a, uh, an acting dynasty. Yeah. I feel like that's the rule. Yeah. Is that like if someone came out of your vagina, or not even if they came out of your stomach, whatever, like, but you know, they came out of you. They came out of my son with three sisters. They were in you. I'm honeymoon fresh me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's your first anecdote. <laughs> Maybe you need like a, you could be like a Joe, Joe Jackson. Was it Joe Jackson? The dad from the, the Jackson da- 5? Oh, yeah, you should. I've got to beat them up though. I don't want to do that. Well, you don't have to. Okay. 
you can combine them into like a like a super group, you know. I mean? do the kids' school. I took them to have a look at a school today, right. and um, we fell about laughing because like, what are you laughing at? I'm like nothing, and they were like, why, why are you laughing, mommy? And they've got the Michael Jackson Auditorium in an elementary school in Los Angeles. <laughs> Hmm. Well, I didn't think that one through, guys. You know what? There's a um, uh, in the uh, uh, kindergarten or like a primary school or something. Like I'd say it's like a preschool. Like mm-hmm. um, there's a picture of uh, oh god, now Elma Fudd. Like so, it's got all these cartoon yeah, characters yeah. on the wall, but it's like a kids' playground, and it's <laughs> Elma Fudd with like a fucking shotgun. <laughs> Like in front of children playing. I'm like, do you guys not watch the news? Like after the first school shooting, did someone not say... Replace it with Bugs Bunny. Come on. You can have Elmer's gun when you take it out of Elmer's cold, dead fictional hands. This is America. Like, it's fucking insane. It's mad. I do quite like wandering around Hollywood and going, oh, there's... The, the, um, the kids uh, saw Saul from Breaking Bad. You know, the lawyer? Oh, yeah, sure. In, in a night Bob Odenkirk? Yeah. Better Call Saul, spin-off, yeah. give that a plug, <laughs> just, just yeah, in we, case people... want to see that, Better finally, Call Saul. Right, yeah. Hey, he, um, so where was he at? What was he doing? He was having a burger with his son in In-N-Out Burger. I enjoy, oh, at In-N-Out. Oh, I love In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, so my friend Rich, who was staying with mm-hmm. me, did, did not... Because he was doing a bit of a burger study okay. of LA. Okay. And so on Golden Globes night, we saved In-N-Out Burger for Golden a Globes night. Because yeah. I thought, you know, here we yeah. go, this is the one. And he was... He didn't Nonplussed. enjoy it as much as some others. I like it. But I like the sweet potato fries that are big over here. I'm right. a big fan of them. Yeah, they are pretty good. Yeah. And they're healthier. But they're still like my... Cause <laughs> he's like, I'm going to have the sweet potato fries. I'm going to be healthy. Yeah, healthy. They're still deep fried in fat. Right. Let's not forget that. Right. They might be low carb, but they're still swimming in grease. Yeah, but <laughs> how else are you going to eat vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean? Like, this is like the carb city too, though. Like yeah. I... Uh, went for breakfast the other morning and like everything comes with potatoes. Like everything comes with potatoes. Yeah. Like your breakfast comes with potatoes. Even and toast. And toast, everything. Like huge amounts of it. But uh, the other morning I went like, uh, we had breakfast and I, I want something with no toast. So I got served on like two giant hash browns and I was like, <laughs> the fuck is with you people? <laughs> Do you not understand? This is like, yeah. this is the end of the empire. And you guys have just gone, fuck it. We're on a cruise ship. We're just going to eat it all. And then it'll just sink into the ocean. We, we've got no solutions on how to pull ourselves out of this. We've given in. I want some pancakes on the side. And it's bizarre though, because I think I'll have, made, I'll have settled in in Hollywood when I can order something and they don't ask me any questions. Oh, right. Because they do say, and do you want that with uh, tomatoes or do you want that with potatoes or do you want that with rye bread or do you want that with granite bread or do you want that with an orange oh my god right you have to go you have to know what you want when you go in that's the and everyone knows really quickly yeah I'm there going "Mm." and the other thing is that they're not afraid of um, telling people to change shit (laughs) I mean like in a way that in Australia would mean that balls were in your food oh really (laughs) you know (laughs) like yeah hey can I have the chicken salad without the chicken no you can't yeah. <laughs> now I'm actually putting extra chicken in and I'm killing a chicken and I'm going to put my I'm going to kill the chicken by fucking the chicken to death and I'm going to use this I'm going to make you watch right I'm going to make you watch and then I'm going to make you eat that chicken how about that bro <laughs> But that customer service isn't that bad in Australia is it? No but they're finicky about you telling them oh, like really? you know 
how yeah. the chef says this is the way it's going to be done. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, there's a lot of that. In fact, it's funny. It's sometimes when you go to the most obscure places, it's like I was in this place called Harvey Bay, which is this tiny little coastal town doing like a favor gig. Like it's like one of those ones that like it's not on the tour. It's literally like a favor. And, you know, when you end up doing the gig, you realize you remember why it's a favor yeah. <laughs> because they don't have the lights right and the oh. sounds terrible. And like, you know, anyway, whatever. It's fine. Like, you know, it's one of yeah. those things. So the next day we go for breakfast. One of the great things is that you're in a town where like it is that sort of thing of like you've been away for a while and everybody like you're the only thing that's in town so everybody knows about it even if they weren't at the show right so the next morning we're having breakfast and they like gave us a free breakfast lovely right but it was one of those coffee shops where they had like a special blend of coffee and they asked that you didn't drink your coffee with like milk or sugar because it disturbed the taste and I was like shut the fuck up I'll (laughs) I'll drink my fucking coffee how I want to drink my fucking coffee oh no did you offend everybody no but like but you know, yeah, like I yeah. was like, come on! Like, there's a point where people getting precious. Where it's the opposite here, though. Like, because people go into coffee shops and they're like, I'm, I want like a squirt of caramel in that, yeah, yeah. And like with no fat milk and half, and just like, can you make it half foam and then throw away the cup and yeah, pour so it in my well, mouth? Yeah, they and have people all are like, their, fine. And, and everyone just gets on with it. I find America so far ahead of, of, of in so many ways. But I find that electrical sockets and everything looks like it might come from the 1920s. Wow, you're right. Don't you think? Yeah. It, it looks like I'm, I kind of feel that I might want to unplug things before I leave the flat. Yeah, it's like America. Yeah. <laughs> we did a half ass yeah. job, but we've covered it up. It and looks it'll be amazing. Yeah. But, uh, ah, well, you're complaining about your fucking power socket. <laughs> uh, let's invade that country for cheaper electricity. Don't look at us, look at Afghanistan. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it is. There is certain. I mean, because I think it's part of that being the land of the free, uh-huh. means that this is a country where a lot of things are unregulated, right? You know, yeah. because it's freedom. Don't you tell be me the fucking, electricity is not as unregulated. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm, 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 I'm assuming tonight. that it is, but there are shit. There are yeah. things that you're like, well, isn't there a law? And you're like, no, nah, there's no law. Well, you know, the dentist they just make up so, the prices. What? See? <laughs> what? What do you mean they just make up well, the prices? My, one of my good friends is out That's, here. That can't be true. Came, I think you've gone to the wrong no, dentist. No, no, no. She went to the dentist and she um, it was 900 quid to get her son a, a filling. Right. And uh, they said, do you want some of this fluoride toothpaste? And she said, yeah, sure. Uh, and then said, that's 50 quid for the fluoride toothpaste. What? And she was like, my God. So um, she went back this time and she's all insurance up to the hilt because she's just like, do you know what? You're not going to screw me over with payment now. And she got more work done for her little boy. And she said, yeah, I'll have some more of that fluoride toothpaste thinking 50 quid. It's going to go on the insurance. And it was $15 this time. She said it was $50 last time. Oh, yeah, it was 15 today. <laughs> Making it up. <laughs> right. What are you going to do? Pull out your own fucking teeth? <laughs> So, I think, I think we know you there. Uh, yeah, I think we know who's in charge here. Have you, uh, is this your first time here? Or at least no, your first, no. I've been, I, I came last year for two months as well. Pilot season? Pilot season. Okay, so this is a pilot season for, and look, you know, we, we've talked about this a little bit, but because I don't act, okay. I don't really have, like I hear, like, you know, you know what I know is, what though? pilot season okay. is. Like, people are going out to be cast in pilots, right? Oh, yeah, because like, all the TV companies, it's slightly less than it used to be, but there used to be a season in, in January and one in, at the end of the year, like October, where they all the all the TV companies, all the um, studios uh, get a bunch of scripts together and pick what they're going to make pilots of, like and pilots of the first episode, as, as you know. No, no, but you can, uh, like, I mean, I like to explain things for people at home. <laughs> I think people, people at home got, also know what a pilot do, is. Do if you've worked out how to download a podcast, you know what a fucking pilot oh, really? is. <laughs> <laughs> that was my son's favorite joke. Um, what do you call a black man flying a plane? Uh, the pilot. There you go. 
But everyone goes, oh, no. <laughs> Is this going to be a racist? No, it's not going to be a no, racist it's not. Joke. In fact, it'll t- save your <laughs> life. Yeah. That's what it'll say. <laughs> I think we know who's winning. Right. Um, Terrorist? Yeah. What? Get out. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. trick. We've got you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Suck it. I know. That's like and, and the doctor was a woman. What yeah. about that? You're also a sexist. <laughs> His mother was the doctor. That's the point. You don't think women can be doctors or black people can be pilots. Fuck you. Imaginary person that I've just made up <laughs> that I'm angry at. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they make a bunch of pilots. You go out for auditions and it's kind of like a, it's a numbers game because they're making more stuff out here at this right. time of year. Yeah, and they're doing it all. It's an interesting thing where they do it all at one go because yeah. in a place like Australia, I'm not sure what it's like in the yeah. United Kingdom, but basically Same shows get show. made when they get made. Yeah. So when like a gap. <laughs> right. So you'll go out for pilots or to yeah. like all those sort of things whenever there's a show. Yeah. Like your agent, I assume, gets sent like a, they're looking for someone who yeah, kind yeah. of matches your description at this show, right? Yeah. Is that how That's it works? That's how it works, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Right. So here it's just like we're just doing it they, yeah, and they so do, everybody they do can gather season, yeah, and then they do a from around the season. world. So once, once the pilot gets, gets picked up, yeah. then they cast the, the series. Oh, because so there's, like there's more people. Yeah, because they're going to... Because you're not going to put everyone who's in the series in the pilot. Yeah, that would be crazy talk. <laughs> That'd be like, imagine. <laughs> but Amy Poehler again? That's what I'm going to pitch. I'm going to say, I'm pitching your show. You meet, like, seven series. Yeah. But you meet every single person who appears in the show. I love that. In the first episode. Yeah. Maybe just going by, but every single person. That's a great idea. Right, and then everyone watches forever, yeah. right? Because they're like... What about that guy who walked by the table? I know oh, that yeah. at some stage... He must mean something. I mean, yeah. <laughs> everyone means something. Yeah. That would actually be... Yeah. All right, and actually, each, I am pitching that show. Each episode is about a certain... Everyone gets their own episode. Somebody from that thing. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's not a everyone bad idea. Everyone gets their own episode so that you're kind of like, oh, was that the guy who served him coffee in the first episode? Man, yeah, you could did. start. And he's a murderer. It could be like an event or whatever, like or whatever it is, but it could, you flash back and by the end of, oh my God, that's actually a really good should idea. I think we should we just should write that. Uh, let's cast Amy Poehler and... <laughs> Are you friends Tina Fey Tina and Fey. Karen Gillan? Yeah, Karen Gillan, definitely. <laughs> she can definitely have a part. Jason um, Segel, we've seen him quite a lot. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah, I like... I think he's West Hollywood. I like when you start to go, ah, oh, these are people that I see a bit. Because that's at the start, it's a bit of a novelty. You see yeah. famous people, but then you start to go, ah, oh, that person must like live near me. Yeah. Because you like John Malkovich, I say a bit, he's like must I be around here somewhere. I did a film with John Malkovich. Uh, being John Malkovich? I did a film with him. Yeah, was that, was that one no, the one that was? No, it wasn't. It was being Wendy Waste, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah. And not, he was in it not, still. Not though. quite as popular as <laughs> Just him wandering through going, this is a ripoff. <laughs> This is a, my movie is superior. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the movie? It was called The Libertine. The Libertine? Was yes. Johnny Depp in Johnny that? Depp was in that. Yeah, I was pregnant with Max. And um, Max, I was like five months pregnant with Max. And Max kicked me inside my stomach. And I went, oh, baby's kicking. And Johnny Depp ran over and put his hand on my tummy. And all the women on the set looked at me like they wanted me dead. Right. They were all <laughs> like, my... Mm. Johnny Depp's touching her stomach. Oh my God, I think I think there's a baby in my <laughs> vagina. It's kicking. The baby's kicking, kicking my clitoris. It's so weird. Just like touch, feel it. I think you can feel it. Just just there, like a little lower, a little bit more gently. You have to kind of just have your hand gently, and back you can and feel forth it kicking. Back and forth. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Johnny. You got it. <laughs> Was it? What was Johnny Depp like? Was he nice? 
Very Did nice. you get to like hang out with him at all? Was he uh, crazy? We had dinner once after. Um, it was quite funny actually because everyone was having wine and he said, have a glass of wine. And I said, I can't, I'm pregnant. And he mm. said, I live in France and in France. People just drink wine yeah. when they're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just very nice. They do, I think, that, isn't there like, I mean, I think in Australia, I mean, there's certainly some friends of mine who uh, from some school have thought that there's one trimester that it's safe yeah. to have like, you know. I think the, the rule of thumb is your first um, pregnancy is always an alcohol-free pregnancy. Right. Yep. And then after that, you care less. <laughs> Do you know what? You're like, what? what's, a, what's that, a lazy eye amongst that, friends? Whatever gets you through. If you've got one good one, like if you haven't nailed the first yeah. one, then you have to fucking yeah. stay off the booze yeah. for the second one too. We're but just if you're growing the other super body parts, right. you know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's the first one look weak at? Well, protect the eyes. Don't smoke, but you can have a couple of drinks. That'll be fine. Um, when I went to the doctor when I was pregnant with Isabella, they said to me, so what is it you do? And I said, I'm a comic, an actor. And he said... Right, well, it's probably best that you don't stop drinking altogether because the shock to your system might really stress the baby. But they do say that. <laughs> That's like a real thing, right? But he just assumed because you're like, he's like, so you drink all yeah. the time, right? <laughs> Although it's funny, that, that sort of thing, because uh, uh, we, um, we, we had a bottle of wine the other night, you and I, yeah. uh, post-gig, post-show, yeah. and it bang, it went pretty quick I too know. it was my it was me i was sucking it down this was uh, in fact it's it in front of nice me Pinot it was Mar. it was very nice santa maria valley i've got the empty bottle here in front of me 2009 uh dyer dyer uh, how would you say that dierberg dyerberg what does that say dierberg dierberg oh i can read the back okay here sorry. we go our vineyard is located 14 miles from the pacific ocean in the southern end of the santa maria valley and features a variety of hillside slopes, sandy loam soils, loam soils, loam. and western exposures planted with an ensemble of classic low-yielding Burgundian clones. Ooh, that, that sounds a little a bit, bit sci-fi. Futuristic, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, the ideal combination of climate aspects, soil, and uh, clonal material allows us to produce truly distinctive Pinot Noir. It was nice. It was very nice. It was really nice, but uh, I did suck it down, didn't I? Well, I bought that bottle as a thank you present for, to, for my real estate agent. Oh, dear. For getting me the house. I oh, know. And I hadn't given it to her yet. And then the other night, we were like, should we have a drink? <laughs> <laughs> and it was delicious. So I'm glad that it. I... No, no, it's I good. Because now I feel like I picked a good one. So it all is. I need to do is go back and like get that same yeah. one and be like, it's okay. <laughs> I had a bottle first, just to, just to make sure. Just to make sure it was okay. I was on that frenzied, sort of just got away from the kids after right. 10 days. And a flight. And I think I was still quite jet-lagged. I was leathered when I went home. I was like, where have you been? I went around to Will Anderson's house and drunk wine. <laughs> well, we drank at the event because we went yeah. to a gig. We went to see our Matt, friend Matt Kirsch. And Matt, who's done this podcast before, people all know Matt. Very funny guy. Um, uh, we went to see him do a spot. And weirdly, I got roped into doing the show. Yeah. Uh, because Matt was trying to get us in for free and said to the girl at the door, like, you know, <laughs> you can get Will in, right? And she thought... He meant yeah, to the show, <laughs> and then I ended up doing more time than you Matt. were brilliant. You <laughs> were no, it was brilliant. fun. It was a good. It was t- really funny. It actually was a really good time. But yeah. it was. It's like a. It's a late night show at the comedy store on a Saturday night in like one of the small rooms. They it's made a nice you room. buy two, drink. two drinks, like which is fine, two drink minimum at a comedy club. Well, but two, you had to get them at the start. Yeah, like not so only they, pay for them at the start or order them, them, but they up. just brought them to you. And also, I ordered a glass of wine, and it was like a. It was pretty much a pint of wine. Right. So you'd already had a couple. What I'm saying is, you'd already yeah. had a couple of drinks before we got back yeah. here and kept drinking, and you know, I was on it. Right, it was fun though. I felt, I felt really headachey the next day. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mummy, mummy's got a headache. Can you just keep it down, children? <laughs> right, yeah. Mum, mum was drinking in a house with no furniture. 
like a wino. We're squatting? Are you squatting now, mum? Is that what we're doing here now? We're squatting, yeah. Drinking wine with Mind strangers. You, I realise that my kids are we are too privileged. There's, there's a, have you been to the Magic Castle in Los Angeles? I haven't yet? been. I'd love to go. I've spoken before about how I'd love to go. Well, I've been for dinner there. Uh-huh. And you go in and a magician has to sign you in and yeah. you go into the front desk and they say, welcome to the Magic Castle, ma'am. And if you just lean over and say to the bookcase, open sesame, a door will open. And you're like, oh, fuck off, really? Seriously? And you lean into the bookcase and say, open sesame to this owl. And she obviously presses a button underneath the desk somewhere. Does she? And Does door, she? Well, or is no, it magic? It's magic. And the door swings open and, and you go to the Magic Castle and you have dinner uh-huh. and there's the most extraordinary of... of American like facelifts and it's kind of old Hollywood, you know, people that look like they're in a fucking wind tunnel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> blinking with their lips. <laughs> um, and um, uh, I came back home and told the kids all about it. So we're watching the Golden Globes of the night there and Kate Blanchett goes, I've had the most Australian Kate Blanchett, the most amazing day. I was, I was going to do an Australian accent, but I won't do that because that's embarrassing. Um, a most amazing day. I've won this award and today I took the kids to a lunch at the Magic Castle and that was extraordinary. And my daughter turns to me and goes, see, Kate Blanchett takes her kids to the Magic Castle. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking Kate Blanchett. Right. She can take her kids wherever. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking Kate Blanchett. <laughs> fucking ruining it for everybody. Spoiling it. Yeah. Now, do you, now uh, we were talking... Uh, off air about mm-hmm. the fact that you had watched Identity Thief and uh, Blue, Blue Jasmine. Jasmine and you believe that they're basically... The same movie. The same movie. For a slightly different audience, yeah. It's, it's good. It's it a, is. It's, it's kind of like something bad happens to you when you're a kid and yeah. you make shit up. It's interesting. Melissa McCarthy, Kate Blanchett. That's my double bill. Right. <laughs> wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if to you have program those, a night? I'm going to program a whole week of films just right. in my warped... Because I'd like to also put on... Um, Bad Santa and Elf. Oh yeah, good. I that's a, that that's a good a combo. Good that's a good double. double. Yeah. They're both very good films. Yeah. Well, one's a, a really great film. Like I uh-huh. think Bad Santa is just a great <laughs> comedy. A great film. Uh, but I think that Elf is like a, an okay film that has some wonderful performances. I love it. Like it's it's yeah. better than it should be. Yeah. It's like one of those movies that at the time when it came out, you're like, why is he doing this? Yeah. And then you watch it and you went, oh yeah, that's no, that's great. why. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> what would be your double bills? Uh, all right. You've got to include one film that's nominated in. Uh, okay, that's good. Give me. I know. Yeah, I need a, like a yeah a, so a premise for, for best screen. So you've you've got. So what are the Oscar nominated? You've got uh, American films? Hustle. You've got Her. You've got Twelve Years a Slave. I didn't mean to laugh when I said that. I don't know why. I think it might be an embarrassment. Twelve right. Years a Slave. Uh, uh, Philomena. Okay. Well. Okay. So firstly, I might do um, The Wolf of Wall Street and Teen Wolf. <laughs> Wall Street and any three-minute porn video you've seen online right, yeah. where they take coke and chat. That's true. I could just do yeah, yeah. I could do red tube clips Save time. and the Wolf of Wall Street and just two girls, one cup. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. And Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> I'm doing the Teen Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, no, I'd like. Okay, so what? Twelve Years a Slave. It'd be hard to have a double for Twelve yeah. Years a Slave, isn't it? Um, uh, what were the other ones again? Uh, American Hustle. Oh, that's a con movie. Yeah. Like, that's like a. It's a con. Like yeah. you just want a heist movie. You could yeah. do like you could do like the Italian, the old, the old Italian, Italian job, job and yeah. like American Hustle. That's, I like that the idea of doing a double bill where something's sort of a classic and uh, like a modern day. Yeah, I like it. Ocean, uh, <laughs> Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, Maybe well. not. That's as good a note as any to finish on. Oh, yeah, no, we've definitely uh, done long enough. Okay. Because um, oh, I'd like to have you back. I, I prefer to have people back. I like okay. to, you know, have... Well, like, I'm here convers- for two months. Well, that's what I think, right? So this has been fantastic. Where can people find you? Because people are going to listen to this who maybe don't know you and be like, I want to get around Wendy Wace and where, how do I do that? You can go to my website, wendywason.co.uk, or you can get to me on Twitter, Wendy underscore Wason. Was there already a Wendy Wason? There was already a Wendy Wason, yeah. Was she just an ordinary person? She's a, I'm Will she's, underscore Anderson. Oh, really? So she's I, a realtor in San Francisco and she gets a little bit upset if you tweet her. Right. She's yeah. there, she's Wendy Wason, please will you tell your followers that I am not you? Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, but they're the people who... You just did. Right. And also, they're the people who don't... Or maybe you just give me the more famous of us, Wendy Wason, and you can have Wendy underscore Wason, and we'll fucking deal with this. How about that? Uh, All right. Well, that's fantastic. Um, Gigs? Can Um, people... Gigging all over... um, And my gig list is on my website, and also you can catch me on Sherlock. Right. Oh, yeah. No, you definitely got to watch in Sherlock. People in Australia may have already seen it, I'm guessing, because okay. um, it's. Play- I'm trying not to illegally download it. It plays here. The first episode of the new series plays here on Sunday night, 10 o'clock. Okay. Uh, and then again on 26th of January is when I'm on it. Yes. So I, I want to watch them all legally here okay. if I can rather than – Try not get arrested. That would be good. Oh, well, just – you know, the other thing, I just don't like – like I'm a person who works in the creative arts and I don't think that if I can avoid it that – look – in the past, my theory has always been if I know that I'm going to buy it anyway, I don't really yeah. mind. Like if it, yeah. Do you mean like I'm going to watch this episode of Sherlock. It's going to be on my computer. If it's like the final episode of the last series, I've downloaded that about 15 times and pay for it every time because I forget where it is yeah, in my yeah. cloud or whatever. And I'm like, I love that show. I know that I'm uh-huh. going to – he's going to get my money. It's great. Right? It's such a great show. But I do want, I do actually want to watch it legally on my massive TV that your husband can approve <laughs> of. So I'm going to – You might be around here for the uh, Super Bowl. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you, can, you probably can be. You probably, I think I'm away. You can, oh, yeah. you can come around and have a Super Bowl party. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I um, have uh, – my tour is the main thing that I want to plug because it's uh, coming up uh, really soon now. Will Luminati, people might have seen the new poster by James Fosdyke. We released that this week. It's it's absolutely amazing uh, thank you to james for doing such a great job uh for that um uh, adelaide brisbane is selling really quickly so if you're in brisbane i'm only there for a week so um, i'm getting quick for that i got two weeks in adelaide um melbourne i'm there all month but uh the cheaper nights tuesday and friday uh, tuesday and um the sunday and the preview shows are all, all almost sold out so if you like a cheap ticket um uh, getting quick for those ones and uh sydney is almost gone so only two shows in sydney so if um you want to come and see me in sydney you've got to get in quick for that sorry that's a big plug but my tour is coming up now so i need to start telling How people exciting. yeah it's really exciting i'm a bit nervous i was saying this to you before that like it's now in that point where you know i'm six or seven weeks out and look i'm very confident that like I'm in a good position compared mm-hmm. to where I normally am at. But you never fucking know. You never know. Like until you really start doing the jokes. Yeah. Like, you know, the things in my head where I'm like, oh, God, this is this is like really interesting. This might be the best <laughs> thing that I've ever written. And then you start doing it and people are like, yeah, no, no. not so much. In your head I maybe. Saw, I saw Seinfeld doing that at the Comedy Store. I went to see Sam, Jerry at the Comedy Store because Jerry Seinfeld was on and he opened with a new bit and the audience went, no. 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 I, I wrote my Seinfeld. I wrote my own Seinfeld bit the other night. Oh, this is, is my yeah. This is, is my it a, a, a baseline. It's yeah. You can do it. <laughs> right. This is what it is. So why do I can't do the accent? But I'm gonna have to do it in that voice okay. anyway. What is the deal with calling it a store and not a shop? 
I mean, you don't go there to store things. Am I right? Australian Seinfeld. Dung, 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 dung. That's my. <laughs> it was just one of those things where you know, I made the observation going, why do they why call it a fucking it? store? Yeah. It's not a store, it's a shop. Because you go there to yeah. shop. My kids were so impressed. I was like, we're going to see Seinfeld tonight. And they're like, oh, well, who's he? Is he's a comedian. He's really funny. He's mm. on a series. And he's great. He's amazing. All right, okay. Yeah. What's his name? Seinfeld. You know the B from B movie? <gasps> awesome. Isn't that just an amazing insight into show business, though? <laughs> like, he's essentially the best known comedian on the entire planet. But he's the B from B movie. He's the B from B movie. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll talk to you again soon.